Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Friday, the 25th of June. Now, Charles, yesterday... The Delta variant went too far. Yes. It took a swing at Macquarie Street, Charles the People's House. It took a swing at, in particular, a guy called Adam Marshall, who I've never heard of, but is apparently the New South Wales Agriculture Minister. We haven't heard of him because he's isolating, Charles. This is the thing that I love about this. Mm. He and the four other Nationals MPs were having dinner in Paddington. Yes. On a Monday night. Now, next time you hear them going on about latte sippers and inner city types, let's just remember how they live for much of the year when they come to Sydney. They are loving the Chardonnay <laughs> at Pado. They're definitely having lattes. <laughs> they are living like inner city wankers. And then the rest of the year they're going, oh, oh, the inner city sucks. We love the bush. No, they don't. That's why they took that job. <laughs> yeah, and and they, they've got their comeuppance now because they've, they've got the – City version of the virus. Yeah, and uh, they got the Delta variant. And look, also Brad Hazard, the health minister, is self-isolating after being exposed. Parliament House is potentially a cluster now, Charles. This is very good news, Dom. I mean, this is more relevant than state parliament's been in many, many years. If we can, if we can just lock down Parliament forever, uh, I think the whole world would be better. Look, I, I mean, Mark Latham works in Parliament House. You know, oh. I, I would never wish... Anything upon anyone, but I'm just saying. Well, that's the thing. But Brad Hazard, even though he was giving this interview over the phone because he couldn't come in in person because he was potentially going to test positive, mm. he still said, oh, I don't think we'll lock the state down. Yeah. That's going a bit far. No. Like, yeah. I'm personally in isolation because I just walked past someone who might have had it. But you know that Brad Hazard is vaccinated. That's, I'm sure he is. That's the crazy thing about this Delta variant is that even if you're vaccinated, you're at risk of fleeting contact. Well, this is the thing. You can still get it. Yeah. And you, you just won't die. Like Tom yeah. Gleeson yesterday flew to Perth. Oh, yeah. And on the plane while he was in the air, mm. he got a text saying, we've identified you as a future traveller to WA, don't come. Oh, really? Because you're from New South Wales. And so <laughs> what He was happened? vaccinated with Pfizer. And like so he had, both of his, he had to go home. He had to go home. So all the people who wanted to see his gig in WA um, well, were like, you know, we can't do it. But Tom, Tom was a bit annoyed, right? Yeah. But then all these Western Australians were like, oh, yeah, keep your filthy potential infection out of our state. But wait a minute. Where was he flying from? From New South so Wales. Apparently he's a New South Wales resident now. He just didn't oh, tell us. he didn't us. tell us. Didn't oh, text okay. us. Well, maybe um, we'll try and get him on the show later on. We'll try and get him on the show later on. And if he says no, we'll book him a gig in Parliament House. <laughs> Coming up on the show, we're talking to a lawyer mm. about uh, possible innocent reasons that you might want to burn a laptop. Yeah, Ben Robert Smith uh, apparently did this on multiple occasions. Mm. Uh, plus, uh, we're talking to Zoe Norton Lodge, who's bringing us all the non-COVID-related news from around the world. Thank God someone is. But first of all, let's go to Rebecca Dana Minow in the Chaser Newsroom. Acting Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce has today taken his first act in the top job by reversing Malcolm Turnbull's bonk ban for no particular reason. In unrelated news, Mr Joyce has also announced he will be moving his office to the parliamentary prayer room and adding free birth control to the list of parliamentary entitlements. Sydney streets have run rampant with the return of panic buying, with store shelves all over the city being completely emptied of all cocaine. Within 24 hours, supermarket giants Coles and Woolworths are enforcing a strict one baggie per household rule, limiting most baby boomers to only seven baggies. 
The tech and drug trafficking industries are in mourning after the inventor of antivirus software, John McAfee, was found dead in his jail cell. Experts say his death could have been avoided if he had just installed Norton instead. That's the latest news from the Chasers Work From Home News Desk. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by Christmas Island Getaways. Book one year, get another seven for free. Dom, I want to talk for a second about the Ben Robert Smith defamation trial against Channel 9. Uh, it's been a bit of a shit show. In the past couple of weeks, the supposed war hero has admitted owning a beer glass that is a replica of a dead Afghan man's prosthetic leg. He's admitted that he encouraged a culture in his squadron where it was acceptable to drink from the pr- prosthetic leg. And then during the week... He admitted that he'd set his laptop on fire in 2018, claiming that it was just a perfectly normal way for him to get rid of his old laptops. Now, to talk about this, uh, we're joined by Michael Bradley. He's a partner at Mark Lawyers and a bit of an expert at defamation cases. Recently, he successfully represented Joe Dyer in her legal battle against Christian Porter, which ended up with Porter's barrister having to step down from the case. Michael Bradley, thanks for joining us. Good to be here. Now, Michael, obviously uh, we can't discuss the Ben Robert Smith trial as it's currently before the courts, but you've had a lot of clients over the years. And I just wanted to find out what are some of the completely innocent reasons that someone would have to, say, burn a laptop? Well, I mean, I I was actually a bit surprised by the um, the stink that that revelation caused because it hadn't occurred to me that um, there were alternatives. Um, I mean, certainly whenever we finish with a piece of computer equipment at work, we have a little bonfire. Um, (laughs) And do you use petrol? Do you use petrol as well? Well, we've tried various accelerants and um, that, uh, yeah, either that or tequila. I I don't like that, Michael. I'm I'm an environmentalist, so I like to reverse over my electronic devices with a tractor. (laughs) I find that really effective. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a bit of research and apparently... If, uh, if you stacked all of the laptops that are discarded each day in Australia on top of each other, they'd be almost as tall as Ben Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I want to do a hypothetical with you, Michael. What if you had a client who'd burnt a laptop that had potential evidence on it? What sort of explanation would you suggest to the court about what had gone on? Well, um, it is part of our professional responsibility to not... Um, promote perjury. Um, So um, I would encourage a client in that context to tell the truth about it. I mean, actually, you know, the live issue um, in that recent case we just ran for Joe Dyer, um, Mm. she was heavily cross-examined. It was in the case again um, that Porter um, intervened in. She was heavily cross-examined about deleting some messages, um, which, which was sort of painted 
in a sinister way. Um, and she she explained she did it um, because she didn't want to keep them, which seems reasonably innocent to me. I mean, that was in, in a context where there was no litigation in, in contemplation. I mean, I, do, I delete Charles' messages all the time off my phone. I don't want anyone who finds it to know that I know Charles. It's <laughs> completely understandable, I would think. Yeah, totally. Actually, I, I, I'm i in the habit of deleting text messages where I sort of feel like it's completely relevant to my life. You know, like the ones you get from the bank that, um, mm. you know, send you a security code or whatever. And anyway, I, I was talking about it at, at work not long ago and all the millennials laughed at me. And said nobody ever deletes any text messages except old people. Because I, I delete all the messages I send to my Coke dealer. So, <laughs> <laughs> the, there's actually a function in certainly on Apple phones where the messages can delete themselves after a year. And I'm wondering if maybe they need to develop laptops that self destruct after a year and just go up in a puff of smoke. That'd be amazing. Now, one of the things that Ben Robert Smith, he's on the stand, mm. and, and a lot of the story that he's telling don't necessarily reflect well on him. Do you think this is a genius legal strategy, as some people have suggested, to control the narrative? Is that is that what's going on? I think there's two ways of looking at it. I mean, one one perspective is that if if, if Ben Robert Smith was both the plaintiff and the defendant and was in fact suing himself for defamation, I would say his case was going extremely well. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, more seriously, yes, um, it is – pretty sort of conventional strategy if it's your reputation that's um, an issue, which it is in, in that case, then, um, yes, getting out in front of stuff that you know is probably going to come out anyway is a good <laughs> tactic um, because then you control the way that it comes out and how it's framed. Um, that, that is very helpful. If there's ever a chase at defamation trial, Charles, we'll have to do a couple of weeks of just all the skeletons in our closet yeah. before that came out and get, I don't right. know, published in the Australian um, as text message releases. It'll be like several months of examination in chief. Yeah, I think so. It's a, it, yeah. Had my Coke dealer on the stand the whole time. One last question. Defamation law is very popular at the moment, especially with the federal cabinet. I think about half the, the federal cabinet is suing somebody. You're a mm. defamation lawyer. Can I borrow some money? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look, you know, it is it is a truism that um, it, it is only lawyers who win from defamation litigation. Um, and the landscape is littered with successful defamation plaintiffs who I think would concur. So that's a yes. That means you, you, <laughs> you can. Um, and final question no, you, from no, me. I'm not lending you money. Final question from me, Michael. Should we just shut the chaser down now? Oh, no, no. I, I, um, uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think there is still room for political satire. I think some of the more adventurous plaintiffs, particularly the political ones who are trying to use defamation litigation to shut down criticism, including you know satirical criticism of them, are going to come a cropper. So no, I wouldn't be too worried. That's okay. very reassuring. <laughs> Thank you very much, Michael Bradley. Pleasure. This episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by News Corporation. The news without any of those pesky facts. If it feels right, it must be true. Now, Charles, there's been an awful lot of COVID discussion on this podcast. It's getting a little bit dull. Yeah, we need a vaccine against the COVID discussion. All right. Well, we've asked Zoe Not Lodge to come up with some news that is not about COVID 
Thank God for that. Hey, Zoe. Oh, hey, guys. Look, it was a pretty rough challenge that you sent me, non-COVID-related news. You know, that's pretty much all that's going on, right? <laughs> yeah, we would like to set the bar high for you, Zoe. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Well, look, I mean, I did a lot of noodle scratching. Um, you know, I did a lot of research, a lot of investigating. And um, you guys might remember from a previous iteration of our time together over the airwaves, I enjoyed sharing with you news from um, the world of Kmart. Oh, that's yes. just what we need right now. There's Surely that's nothing to do with COVID in Kmart. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I, I was kind of shocked at the time. It seems, you know, a bit naive now that, that there was so much news about mm. Kmart, you could just do a Google and on any given website, you'd find a bunch of stories, you know, pretty much parading as, as actual news that were all about Kmart, like different hacks, things that were for sale, stuff like that. Anyway, so look, it's been a little while since I dipped into it. And I, I was just thinking of um, doing a grab bag of news from all around the world. But then I discovered something, mm. guys, yeah. that um, on the, you know, uh, Channel 7 news website, you know, like on a news website, you've got your categories like local, sport, politics, entertainment, mm. etc. Yeah. There's a Kmart one. <laughs> right. So it's, <laughs> it's become its own genre of news. That's amazing. It's, it's its own genre of news. I like to think maybe in a small way we contributed to this through our enjoyment of their news stories. But I just thought like, what a way to start. Okay, we may as well just look at this entire section <laughs> of a news website dedicated to Kmart. So I just thought I might just... Read you guys some headlines. These are all recent headlines, okay? Um, they're all from the Kmart news section of this um, news news website. And um, look, I'll just read through them. We can just have a think about them. And if anything takes your fancy, <laughs> we can, you know, read it. Otherwise, I'll just keep ripping through them. Are you ready? Yep. Kmart shopper shares her gender non-conforming hack for dressing kids. What? That sounds... Yeah, yeah, can we read please, that Please, one? let's read that. Yes. And please tell okay. me it's more than just... I buy for my boy in the girl section. Okay, let me let me see. Just while it's loading, I'll just hit, hit you with another one. Kmart fans, Mars bar and caramel sausage rolls go viral on TikTok. Oh, here's another one. Shoppers shock after finding white dust under Kmart rug. Uh, is it anthrax? Is it cocaine? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> you've committed to the um, – the, the shopper shares her gender non-conforming hats mm. addressing kids yeah. on TikTok. Um, I bet you it'll be TikTok. that she uses girls' socks on her boys or boys' socks on her girls because they now have gendered socks. Gendered up. socks? Yes. Uh, okay, look, this is a – okay, look, I've just read a little bit ahead because yeah. um, I'm, I'm that good of a journalist. Um, uh, it's shocking. Um, this, is oh, a, this is the hack, okay? okay? Um, they allow their child – um, who they refer to as they, rather than using gendered pronouns, to fill a trolley with any clothes from any section in Kmart to give them the space to explore and decide for themselves. That is so admirable, but I must say, I kind of thought the hack would involve a hack. <laughs> yeah. Rather than just it, respecting the child's decisions and choices in life. Yep, <laughs> that is the hack. And let me tell you, I'm scrolling down and there are Hundreds more words are all pretty much saying the same thing. That is an article. Uh, a woman saying it's Kmart news. I mean, it has to be branded as Kmart news because that's the hook. That's what gets yes, you in, right? Yes. It's not going to be anything about and is it, gender non-conforming. Is it only at Kmart that they allow the gender fluidity? Like, is everywhere oh, else yeah. oh, that they have they to? They are totally narrow-minded if they're at best and less. <laughs> well, I, wish, I wish there was discount store fluidity, Zoe. I wish we could just mix Target news and the Spotlight news along with hey, Kmart. You know, look, maybe maybe next time. Should I? Should we keep going? Do you want to see if there's any more stories yes, you're interested yes. in? Yeah, okay. Well, let me read you a couple more and we'll, you can pick one, okay? Yeah, so we've yeah. got 
Our Kmart fans, Mars Bar and Caramel Sausage Rolls go viral on TikTok. Yes. That sounds like a bit of a heart attack waiting to happen. Shoppers shock after finding white dust under Kmart rug. Please. Uh, okay, all right. That's all right. Cool. I mean, I love this is the thing. When you get high quality news, yeah. you don't need quantity over quality. You just need, you know, I, I have like honestly like 50 of these ready for <laughs> you to read. But we're just, we've barely gotten to the top four. Okay. Okay, here we go. Shoppers shock after finding white dust under Kmart rug. An Australian shopper has been left stunned after discovering a pile of thick white dust under her Kmart rug. She shared a picture of her shocking find to a Facebook group, telling the members, I had no idea that was under it when I lifted it up. I use a Dyson on it every day. Uh, When I first laid it out, I had a little white dust come out and thought it's probably from the warehouse or whatever. Not loving my 11-month-old crawling all over it, in the bin it goes. Many others were confused by the pile of dust. (laughs) <laughs> a number of social media users joked it could be something sinister. Reminds me of that border security show, one wrote. Looks like someone tried to smuggle a little cocaine in your rug, another wrote. Well, hang on. I was hoping that it was going to be cocaine or anthrax or something, or even just like cockroach powder or something. Did we not even know what it is? Did no one, like, who called the lab and did the sample on this? Dom, the thing is, you've gotten excited. I'm about to get to the crunch. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, I know most of these articles don't have a crunch, but this one seems to. Okay. So a Kmart spokesperson got involved, obviously, because it's a big deal, mm. and said the dust was calcium carbonate, a substance used in production as a bulking agent. <laughs> calcium carbonate is essentially a solution which is added to the latex to improve stability, and the rug features no safety risk. Oh, um, it's a bit of a lit now, this, isn't it? I was hoping to snort a rug. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I mean, they haven't said don't snort it. Yeah. They said it was harmless. So, I mean, in any, in some ways, I mean, I'm not endorsing snorting calcium carbonate uh, off a Kmart rug. Noted. So, anyway, then Kmart did say, in saying this, uh, it should not occur and we've discontinued the use of this substance. <laughs> um, and you can contact Kmart if you need further information on this woman's uh, <laughs> carbon, <laughs> calcium carbonate rug. They've done a deal. Or your own. They've paid her off. Yeah. That's great. But you know what? Anyway, Sorry, this, yeah. this thing of having a, a Kmart section on the 7 News website means that there's finally a sustainable business model for news in Australia. Oh, I know. It's great. This is – um, it, it's a, they, they really are an Australian – hero in that in that regard and and you know what we just spent seven minutes not talking about bloody COVID. oh i did it i'm off to snort a rug thanks zoe hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by the Australian Gaslighting Company. Remember, if you aren't happy with our service, it's probably your fault. Now, Don, I don't know whether you saw this yesterday, but The Age reported that a national senator from the Northern Territory tried to attend Parliament while maggoted. She turned up, she tried to vote, uh, and she could hardly stand up on Wednesday night. Turns out a lot of MPs, a lot of senators turn up to votes incredibly drunk, um, which actually isn't that surprising given that in sitting weeks, 
Parliament House is basically just the hottest nightclub in Canberra. The Australian government is excited to announce Canberra's hottest new nightclub. Presenting Parliament House. Hey everyone, it's happy hour in the party room. Plenty of cheap shots to go around. Perfect for a late night bender, there's no better place to get maggoted. Woo! I heard Morrison's gonna do a backflip. Off the table. No, on climate policy. And if the party room gets too much, feel free to kick on to the Chambers of Parliament. Did you just see that National Senator get escorted out? I haven't seen anyone that drunk since Abbott during the GFC. And if you're lucky, you may get to experience our famous no-confidence winter pylons. Did you see Barnaby's big spill? Dude, they need to get some more stable hands around here. We don't need Barnaby being any more handsy than he already is. Pop down tonight to get an exclusive 50% off of your second hour in the prayer room. Parliament House, the wildest club in Australia. Charles, just before we go, I have more bad news for Bondi. Oh, no. They've already suffered so much. Bondi Junction, the Westfield is empty. Yes. Everyone's at home. Mm. And now, yes. a couple of days ago, New South Wales Health issued a warning about dodgy cocaine that contained heroin. Oh, my goodness. That is terrible. Well, either that or it's two for the price of one. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. No, but wouldn't it, the one cancel the other one out? That, that would be a terrible combination. Yeah, it's extraordinary. Eleven people have been admitted to hospitals in the past few months after snorting what they thought was cocaine and then suffering opioid overdoses. I just don't feel that the quality control is there yeah. in the illicit drug market, Well, Charles. especially when you pay so much. I mean, I had a friend who said that he tried to buy three grams of cocaine the other day and it was going to cost him $2,600. Well, it costs more for the heroin. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, that's all the news from the hood. <laughs> yeah. We just wanted to give ourselves a straight credibility. If you want more news around the clock, chaser.com.au. Follow us on all the socials. And our five-star review. Um, and lots of people yeah. have nice five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, actually. Let's read yeah. some of them as we no, do on Friday. Let's, let's not uh, read them this week. I, I sort of feel like, you know, they're a little bit mean. Oh, this is a great one. Someone's no. written, it's going to be David Littleproud. That's my favourite mode of the week. <laughs> Five stars, though. And that was, a, that was a reasonable prediction, Dom. It, it actually was. I'll give you that in hindsight. Like listening to a spicy Bert and Ernie. Now, is that a compliment? Well, I think so. Is it, is it suggesting that we have some sort of chemistry, Special Dom? rapport. Mm. We don't share a bed. Yes. The seventh edition show was very informative. What does that even mean? Oh, that's referring to the seventh edition of the um, aged care plan that the government put out. Oh, yeah. Someone's really listening to the detail of the show. Um, And fair point here, especially love the humour from Rebecca and Gabby. Yeah. Yeah. So do we. What what about us? Why don't you mention us? Well, if we did a better job, (laughs) maybe they would. Of the 89 podcasts I listened to, this is my favourite. That's nice. That's nice. Love today's episode, except not a single one of my 89 children want a Julie Bishop Barbie. Oh, did we say that 89 had to be a key word? I think so, it? yeah. yeah it must be. This one's good too. This is from BDUBAC1. It's amazing getting to listen to the Chaser Boys slow retreat to old age and dementia. Thankfully that there's the 89 children interns to balance it out. That's nice. Love the daily format. That is nice, isn't it? And these are all... These are very hedged opinions, for, but they're all five-star reviews. Isn't that nice? They're, they're, it's sort of like an Uber review where you just automatically <laughs> give five stars no matter it what. It is great. It just goes to show that begging works. Please, please leave some more. Our gears from Road Microphones, are we are part of the Acast Creator Network. Should we plug the podcast festival thing? Oh, yeah, let's plug it. Uh, just go to 
Oh, no. Um, Just search for Melbourne Podcast Festival and book tickets now. It's Sunday night, the 1st of August in Melbourne, and we will definitely be there. Oh, yeah. Unless what happened to Tom Gleeson happens to us. Oh, shit. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.